Patrick from Prescott, at least DB, big vacation guy, staying in the cabin, but he's a man of the people, so getting it done. You know, I, you know, I'm just sitting here in beautiful Prescott, Arizona. I was fucking sweating my balls off in surprise. What a nice getaway! I'm literally sitting in the back porch, got a drinking cold bud, drinking some Bud Lights. You know what could? Nothing could be going wrong right now. Exactly. Nothing except the Calgary Flames. That's just oh. a dumpster fire over there. Oh, but you know, to yeah, I have to. I have to throw shade at them. They're just a fucking disgrace right now. I don't know what they're doing. I feel bad because they did all they could to keep Johnny Goudreau. Did you get a chance to read his thing on the Players I did. Tribune? I did. I did I too. Did. I thought it was really good. I liked it, and I knew for I knew since the beginning. I think everybody did. It that was what it was. It was he was coming home. Yeah. You know, he, he missed it. You know, obviously, like you said, it's, it's so hard to be in a different country from your family and with COVID and how Canada's, you know, handled it and how hard it is to get across the border the last couple of years and, you know, see his family. So it's awesome. Like we talked about last time to see Columbus get someone, but Matthew to Chuck, let's see crazy. What's going to happen in the next week. I say, I think he gets moved in the next week. He's going to St. Louis, dude. You think so? I, dude, I know I, I, I might sound like the biggest homer there is, but no, I, I feel it. like I feel like Tarasenko, maybe Scotty P, a guy that that you know uh, he signed for one year, seven hundred and fifty thousand. So you know you give Calgary a little bit of a cap relief, even though they kind of have it already. But, but you give them the still... cap, they give them the cap relief, and then guess what? You're also throwing in a young stud that can They've help them a... on the back end. They've got to move someone else. And Cal, I who do you, think who do you think they need to move though? They'd they'd be fucked in the salary cap. They'd be a little bit over. You think so? Tarasenko seven five. Seven five. Scotty P seven fifty. So that brings you to eight twenty five. From what I from what I understand, to uh, the Flames got to come in to Chuck with over nine million. Yeah. So let's do that math. Then they're seven fifty in the hole. I think they're not, they're not even seven fifty above the cap right now. And I believe they just they lost still, that Perron money. What the fuck you mean? They're still. We just talked about how close teams are to the cap, DB. Yeah, you're right. Fucking a, dude. That's bad. That's bad for St. Louis. It's horrible because they don't have they don't have that team. They don't have, in my opinion, the goaltending. Sorry. Sorry. You just really gave up the better of the two goalies, too. That's a hot take, but I don't care. Oh, yeah. I don't think take... I think Billy Huso is way better than Jordan Bennington. But yeah. you know, you I give props to St. Louis in that sense. You know, they uh, they have they're they loyal. think that Bennington's their guy and they're loyal exactly. But I can't fuck, fault Armstrong. They I like up. I like Doug Armstrong. I really do. I like Doug Armstrong. But Bill's the better Armstrong. Bill's there's the a lot of Armstrong. money tied. There's a lot of money tied up in a lot of, you know, a few guys there in St. Louis. So, again, they've got a lot of depth on that offensive group. I, I really think that defense is where they need to improve. I think Pareko's a hell of a defenseman. But, you know, maybe you move out Tory Krug and you look That's to get a, the, an you offensive upgrade Here, back there. Here's a trade right off the top of my head. Tarasenko, Krug. Maybe Scotty P, but you don't. You're giving Krug back, who is an he's got NHL upside, of course. So you may you might not need to throw in Scotty P, and you throw in a minor league prospect in a first, and I think that's your answer. You just dumped but all your caps. You just dumped. It's, 
I don't think Calgary says no to a guy to guys like Tori Krug and Vladimir well, Tarasenko because they're fan favorites in places they play. They're guys that you know can get their job done. Vlad Tarasenko, after coming off those surgeries, he still was getting shit done. I think he's in his final year, though. You think he's done after this? No, I think his contract's up. Do you think that uh, Calgary wants to take a guy who's a, a UFA? I, fuck I it. think. I, fuck I it, because no matter what, they freeze it. him up there. No, because guess what? Guess who's in free agency madness next summer? AM34. No. And guess what? You drop you're, all that. Maybe your summer ahead. I'm a summer ahead. You're a summer ahead. Next summer is McKinnon. <laughs> Even better. West Can what does he want to go to Western Canada? If Matthews walks, here's the fee. I think that McKinnon's gonna get done in Colorado. I think they're out on Cadre. And I think Matthews is gonna come to America. I don't know where. I think he's gonna come to the US. He's going I to the he's that, going to the you know, it's it's kind of known where he's going in LA. the US if he does come. He's he's either going to LA, Anaheim, or Arizona. Or does he does he stay east? Does he go big city east, big apple? No. People are saying, but who can afford I him? see, I see Rangers fans and in, on Instagram. I see you doing fucks. all this. I see you fuckers. You guys think that you you guys are fucking just like goddamn Yankee fans, thinking you're gonna get every fucking player. Well, let's 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 talk about that real quick. Then let's unpack that. No, um, Matthew to Chuck. There was a list that was leaked this morning when this whole thing came out. I know and he it released said the that it's not true. And Rangers, but then it said that it's not true. Actually. <laughs> they weren't on the list that came out this morning. Um, the list that came out this morning, which apparently is not true, so I guess there's no point in talking about it. Were the Islanders it. on that list? Here's the list of teams that he would accept a long-term extension to. Dallas, St. Louis, Florida, hmm. Vegas. Why does everyone want to go to fucking Vegas? Oh, no, state tax. Yeah, but Vegas, there's no way. There's a totally a way. They're they the dark. They're the dark horse. There's a dark. There's horse. totally a way they pull this off. But then what do they do? They throw guys away. Do they have the like assets? They always do. do they, they do the. They do the same bullshit that they've been doing. But that's not going to win them a Stanley Cup. So you know, Matthew Kachuk, he can think about it, and maybe Vegas will throw him the money, and he can live in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. You know, but he, he will born? not have a Stanley. C- I know where he was born. Tell me. Tell me where he was born. Uh, I want to say St. Louis, Missouri, but I could be completely wrong. There's a reason I emphasize born. He grew up in St. Louis, but who was his dad playing for when, when he was born? Arizona, right? Yeah, I'm just trying to stir the pot a little bit. He ain't going to Arizona. I know he's That's not. That's why I know I, he's I, not. that would be an amazing but, thing to see. But, but could you tell me that that wouldn't be a genius move because he's by, still young? Yeah, that would and be, he'll be 27 no when the rebuild's done. He'd be 27 in in arguably entering his prime. You yeah, resign his yep. ass. So maybe I doubt it. I really do. I don't think Arizona. I don't think that's the route they want to go. But eventually, you got to land a big fish to show your fans that you're you're for real. The rebuild's oh, yeah. been going great so far, and I don't mean to rush it along, but I think this list is interesting. Whether it's true or not, you know, a team like Florida, they're they're they have their own problems right now. And the Rangers in New Jersey were mentioned as teams that are into him, but not teams that he would be willing to Yeah, they to could be into for. him in other ways. What about – oh, my God. What about Ottawa? Could you imagine? Could you imagine what brother, kind of brother connection Ottawa would have to do? Brother Dude, connection? Imagine, though. You get Brady, Matthew, DeBrinket, 
oh. Norris, Batherson, Giroux as your top six. <laughs> Game over. Oh, Toronto boy, would have to shut cuff. the fuck up. That's a cut. Yeah, but then defense. So I don't think okay, that yeah, Ottawa's yeah, in the mix yeah. on that. I think St. Louis is obviously favorable. I don't know what Calgary wants to go in because Andrew Mangiapane said he wants to stay long-term. He's 26. He's a goal scorer. He wants to stay after seeing everyone leave? Yep. Yep. He said the other day he wants to stay long-term. He wants to get it done this this summer. He's an RFA right now. So he wants to get a long-term deal done, multi-years. Eight by six, eight by six, eight by six, eight by six. That's a steal. 35 or goals, six by six by eight. Sorry, six by six eight. by eight. It's a steal. I don't know what I don't know what's going to happen, and I don't know what direction Calgary wants to go because Johnny Goudreau and, and Tachuk, that's your offense. Yeah, you can add Tarasenko, but then the, your whole... I don't think you know what. After thinking about it, you're right. I don't think he goes to St. Louis. I think Calgary makes the trade for Tachuk with a team that's going to bring him back to the playoffs, a team that, you know, they can slot maybe a younger guy or even just a guy who's older than Tachuk but does the same exact thing. You know, the guy, you know, we were just talking about Miles Wood with the Devils, you know, throw in some picks and Miles Wood and another player. Would you do Jesper? I don't think that Miles Wood's going to get it done. I think his value is at an all-time low, but I think Jesper Bratt. But I don't think they want to move Brad. I think they're they're no going no no no. Time. Why but, the hell? Yeah yeah exactly. But imagine I think imagine you move giving Miles this guy Wood to Jack Hughes. And... He'd beat the fuck out of it. Jack Hughes. Wouldn't have to worry about shit. Yeah, this is what they've been waiting for. So we've uh, we've been on this for ten minutes. We're gonna probably be on this again next pod. But 104 points in 82 games last year. 42 tucks, 62 apples. So hell of a player you're getting. I read earlier uh, based on I believe it's I. I can't remember whose model it is, but it has him valued at 15.1 million in terms of value, what a true value would be. One of the highest in the league in terms of that and his, what he brings to a team in all facets of the game. So definitely something interesting. I think the return, I don't know. I, I want to say it's going to be huge, but we always say it's going to be huge and then it never is. So uh, we're getting out of Calgary. It's been a long time there. That's yeah. I want to get the fuck away today. from Calgary. Ottawa, Mackenzie Weger. There's been talks for the last few weeks, Ottawa and Florida, talking about bringing in Mackenzie Weger. Ottawa would be acquiring him, possibly. And you know what I, you know what I like to say to that? Cha-ching, you just locked yourself the lock in the 2022-2023 Stanley Cup playoffs. Cha-ching, I think so, too. You got Talbot in the back end. The one thing that Ottawa needs is defensemen. They don't have it locked up back there yet. I think no. they're in on Klingberg. But, McK- but Mackenzie Weger, that's, that's I mean. a pickup. That's a huge that's a pickup. pickup. And they have the money to do it, and they have the assets to move to Florida. I don't, and he's a he's a UFA next summer, so Florida's going to struggle with that because they also have um, Jonathan Huberdeau up next summer. They're working on his resigned, extension. Obviously, you resigned Huberdeau over. Yep. Yeah. You don't yeah. want to have to make that choice, but if you do, you know, I mean, it's like Ottawa had to make that choice between Wade Redden and Zidane Chara. It's a tough choice. Great defenseman. Um, a couple other things. Other free agents. <laughs> what do we got there? <laughs> What do we got there? Other free agents. What are we thinking? Kadri is coming down to the wire. Who do you think's even in at this point? You don't even know at this point. Honestly, in my opinion, I really feel like when you sign is when everyone's going to know. Does fucking you know? Detroit? Oh, seeing Detroit's cap. There's does, Detroit, no. does Detroit wild card it? They got 11 million right now. Do they fucking, do they, or 10.2 million? Do they and go you know what? I do see Nazem going to Detroit just to stick it to Leafs fans. Just to stick it to them. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. I could see it too. Nashville, no, 
you know, teams that have the money right now, I think that the holdup is teams. He's not trying going to get honestly, the and this is coming no, no way Nashville. Spin. He's not going to the Islanders. He's not There's going no... to the Rangers. He's not going. Oh, I mean, the Rangers don't go. He's not going to any team that isn't a legitimate the contender. Are in, or the Rangers are interested, though. The Rangers the can be interested. How the how are they going to do how that? The, how do you finagle that? They're the Yankees of move? the NHL. They're the Yankees of the NHL. Those fucking sorry ass fans Dude, don't know. Do you move shit. Jacob Trout? Do you move Jacob Truba? Yeah, no, you can't. Jay, they can, that changes you, your whole team. That changes. You can move team. Jay. You can move Jacob Chick or well, Jacob Chick, Jacob Truba all you want. Still doesn't change the fact that you're a soft ass pussy team. All right, you heard it from DB here first. How about I, who, dude? The teams that have money to afford them right now, right? The teams with over eight million in salary cap is Nashville, Seattle, New Jersey, Detroit, the Islanders, Ottawa, Buffalo, Arizona, Anaheim. The Predators don't need another center. I don't see Seattle being in. Ah, uh, I see him trying Seattle, to make a Seattle's move, in on Kadri. You have does to. Seattle need, does Seattle need that? In in four years from now, they're going to have Beniers, Wright, McCann all up the middle, and then Kadri. That's four NHL caliber McC- first Did you just line. say McCann? Did you just say yeah. McCann? You're really yeah. saying Jared McCann? Is Jared McCann that I, I, I didn't say he's – that's him, but I didn't say he's better than Kadri. I said he's okay. an NHL – I said he's an NHL center. And you, you got, shift you got Yanni Gord. Too. You have, yeah, exactly. Okay. But, but I feel like a, you can shift Yanni Gord out. Yeah, but do you, he's your ideal 3C. In an ideal world, he's playing your third-line center. But then you got Wright and you got Beniers, which are two centers. Someone's going to have to move to wing regardless of Kadri or not. But bringing Kadri in complicates that. The Islanders, do they want to do it? Again, you got to move someone off the center. Again, something they could be in on, I think they are in on. Ottawa? I don't think they were, I don't really honestly don't think they're looking at adding a forward. I think they want to bolster up the blue line. Buffalo, are, I don't think they're a contender. So, no. Arizona, contender, no. Anaheim? No. No. And mm, uh, that's another dark. Anaheim 2C. Anaheim take them as 2C and move Strom to the wing. Exactly. Exactly. And, and then that's and a then top sign six. Klingberg. And then sign Klingberg. You have $30 million in cap. You, you oh can take care God. of this business. Seeing these teams got... just with all this cast space is making me kind of just like, I know. Wow. But then you get teams who are who don't have any or who are basically and they want to make a Tampa. move for them. No, Tampa, exactly. Washington, Florida, Vancouver, Toronto, Vegas, Philly. A couple of those guys. Lay the fuck off. Moves, That's what I'm but... trying to say. Lay the fuck off. I know. I, I I'm really interested to see where this goes. And then another big money guy, Patrick Kane, undecided on whether he wants to go or stay for now. So anything you see right now is just He's getting traded at the so, deadline. He's getting traded at the deadline. I think it should be now. If I'm Chicago, I'm moving him now. I'm maximizing my assets. But yeah, I think I think during the season at some point he's gonna get moved. He's gonna go to the dead he's gonna go at the deadline just for the sole fact is people aren't gonna wanna keep that cap on for the whole season. No. He's I gonna have to go retain like, too. So Exactly. And I really feel like, you know, if he leaves now, he's obviously he's gonna be retained, but Teams are going to be like, is he still even worth that money? Obviously, yeah, but, in my yeah, eye, but, obviously in my eyes, he is. He's a Stanley Cup champion enter... with just tons of upside. But yeah, exactly. You go. You all. I was going to say you also enter that overpayment right now. You know, do teams really want to pay as much as he's worth? Teams are going to pay a lot less at the deadline, likely. Um, and there's less uncertainty of those first round picks. If a team like New York makes that trade and Shesterkin goes down, that first round pick is suddenly valuable, possibly. Who are they going to play? Halak and Dominguez all year? Tristurkin, you need. So a team like that should not. That's a debt. That's a came to. I really thing, feel I like that Gregoria trade was the downfall of what could happen for the Rangers because you know. Ah, uh, they didn't you like think him, of, 
I mean, okay, I can see that, obviously. Halak's not bad, they, but, but neither is a starter. Can he carry the Rangers for a whole season? That's the question. To? No, if he needed to, no, but neither could neither could Georgiev. But I don't, I don't think that's something they ever want to think about. But if they, it's something in the NHL where you have to. Again, your backup shouldn't necessarily, unless you're tandem, they shouldn't be expected to do that. They're a backup. But, you know, you, you never know. So I'm interested in seeing what the, you know, return for Kane looks like and when it comes. And his former teammate, who's now playing in Arizona, Andrew Ladd, it sounds like contemplating retirement. Not sure he wants to do it. I did see that. I did see that. So, you know, I feel like it is time for him to hang up the skates. You know, he's a, you think so, really? He's under contract one more year. Arizona would Arizona would have to do some finagling if he retired. If LTIR. I'm Bill Armstrong, I'm saying. LTIR. LTIR. Yeah, but if he retires. Mm, well, that's you, very true. Well, you don't, want to, you don't want to put him on LTIR because then you get the cap space to spend. You would just put him on normal IR. Yeah, they probably force you to put them on LTIR though and add. So Arizona definitely going to have to possibly add some money. Uh, former Arizona Coyotes AHL head coach Jay Verity, Detroit assistant coach. That's awesome. You know, awesome to see. I don't know too much on his history coaching. I didn't get a chance to look it up too much on the pod. I don't know if you before the pod. I don't know if you do DB, but it's awesome to see that uh, that he gets recognition there and joins Derek Lalonde's staff in Detroit. You know, you know. That's good for them. And, you know, see the Coyotes organization, they're starting to flourish a little bit. You know, they're not staying within the organization, but they're doing the right things. And, you know, they're finding their ways out, which sucks to hear. And, you know, you wish they stay homegrown, but you wish the best for them. They they work. They're, that's their job. You, you know, I don't care if people are saying, oh, he's leaving the coaching job because he's chasing the bag or he knows that he's going to make more money. He's going to be on a better team. You're doing this to better your career, and I really feel like this is a step in the next direction for the Coyotes and the Red Wings. I mean, he's obviously going to add some tremendous up value, but the Coyotes are also going to get the recognition of, you know, they have the coaches in their system that are teaching all these young guys what to do. Yep, yeah. The Coyotes are a young team. They're not good. I'll admit it to you. They are not a good hockey team. But they have the potential to be studs. Yep. With no, I know. They're, build, they're building a good foundation. He's, he's doing yeah. great. Getting picks, getting good players at the picks. Um, couple of, Another assistant coach news. Jim Hiller, former uh, New York Islanders assistant coach, just was named LA's assistant under Yeah, and uh, then I, I, my buddy, you know, I'm going to give a quick shout out to one of my Gillette homies, Tristan Baker. I don't know if you're watching this, but Listen. I saw you post this on your uh, – I saw your your post on your daily LA sports account about how you feel like that Jim Hiller is going to add to your power play. Oh, yeah, he might have he might have he might he might have uh, added a little bit to the Islanders' power play, but the Islanders' power play was so fucking bad. DB, I had it written oh down. I had power play. You can have it written down, play. but I already. No, I had. He ain't doing shit to their power I don't play. Think That's so. my opinion. I think he is. I think he is. You think he's doing shit to it? I don't think he is. I really don't think. I mean, it is the Islanders, and I'm a fan of them, and I just know that they're just some sorry nobodies. But, fuck, I don't think he's going to add any upside. I really don't. I think I think he's going to add it, and I think Fiala's going to add it. But, I mean, look at that distribution on that power play. Beginning of the year, they weren't too bad. Drew Doughty was healthy. He can move the puck on the power play. you got these guys who can snap it around. 
you know, obviously you had Dustin Brown who worked those low corners. You're going to want to have someone there to do that now. Fiala can Gabe, finish. <clears throat> Gabe Lardy, mm, you gotta you gotta train your first. PP one. Mm, oh oh yeah, no you gotta you, you gotta, gotta train your first your first rounder. You gotta start trading or you gotta start you know training training, training. Tra- yep. exactly. Yeah exactly. You can't just the hold on to these guys and keep them in the fucking yeah. minors. You know, know. these guys are first Church overall pop. first overall first rounders. You know, I mean, not first. Yeah. Not no, first I know what overall, you mean, though. How many, how many games have Turcot? I mean, time for Turcot. Yeah, to get not, right how many goal. how many games does Turcot realistically have? Akil you know Thomas. Than, yeah, I don't exactly. Know, I don't know if I don't know if Turcot. I don't know how many. It's under it's under fifteen total if NHL that, games. Exactly, played. if anything, and you know, yeah. like has Akil Thomas even played in the NHL yet? No, I don't believe exactly. so. Exactly, maybe maybe a game or two, but you know, some of these guys, you know, you got these guys are top notch prospects. You know, it's good Top to have guys notch. in your bottom six, but your third line on a team like L.A., and they let Athena say you go, and I think that's huge for this purpose. They need to move on from Iafalo. The third line should really be Yeah, well, isn't Iafalo making $4 million a year? Yes, and now he's not going to be in the top six, so they need to move on. They need to move they on. They need to him. move Maybe on. Maybe send him to Buffalo. He's a Buffalo home. kid. So, send him to Buffalo. You want him? I'll take him. Um, You'll take a him? Other, yeah, I'll take him. Some other news. A couple of Russians. Uh Arriving back in the U.S. Is Vitaly oh, Kravtsov Russian? Yes, Kravtsov's Russian. He's back? I thought he was Swedish. He's playing in New York this year, you fuck. I didn't even see it. Dude, I ha- I've been on vacation. I haven't seen shit. Months ago, this was announced. At the end of the year oh, last dude. year. He signed a one-year deal. It. No, you're all good. I didn't good. even see it. But Kravtsov oh, wow. and Ilya Mikheyev have arrived in their respective cities ahead of training camp. They are safely in the U.S. They want Let me to guess, Kravtsov's back to the Rangers? Yes, yes. Okay. I, they, I said mean, they, they said he, they were going to trade him, too, and I thought they were going to move him. They said they're not interested in trading him anymore. And, uh, because they want to trade Hedo. They want to trade the young kid line. That, they want to trade Kako. They want to trade both, which I'm very what stunned with. I love this city. They, what was it? What a beautiful city. I, I don't give a fuck fucking, what that fucking what ranger first... fucking said. I don't oh, give two God. shits DB, what he said. DB, DB, we got to tone down the Ranger talk in case we ever want to get someone who plays for the Rangers on here or is involved. They can the know my hatred. They got to understand it. This is life. Yeah. This is Islanders town, guys. This is uh, this is okay. This you're, is going no too, you're going too. You're going. Fuck you. You're going too far. Back okay, to back ECFs. Yeah, we didn't make the playoffs last no, year. You're all but, good. You know, you're all good. Down here though. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah. I, guess what? You got you get, swept. You got swept. When you, yeah, and my other team didn't make it. So when you have COVID. <laughs> beginning of the year and they don't shut down a single game you're not going to make the playoffs when your whole team is out with COVID in the NHL like, thank no it's okay thank I you do. for understanding that thank you I for do. understanding that I think it's, you know I it was the Bridgeport Islanders for half the year it was tough yeah, to watch so, it was yeah, tough but, but they, did, they didn't do horrible in filling in but yeah you know you can't win games without your, you know, without your NHL give, team you know what I'm going to give a quick plug to guys I mean I'm feeling great right now DB, I'm going to say feeling great. we're going to give a quick plug and then we'll, uh, then we'll take them Andy Anderoff Austin Zarnick, all Both those gone. guys that Wait, came up from Andrei Bridgeport. Wait, still there. That's what I'm saying. All those guys that needed to fill in for the Islanders this year that did, props to you. You guys did what you needed to do. You're getting respect from me, and I guarantee you're getting respect from thousands of more Islanders fans. Yeah. I really yeah. understand. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> you fucking fan of some too sorry-ass <laughs> franchises. Keep going, keep going. No, no, no. Keep going with what you're going to say, not keep going. I just real I really feel like, you know, they deserve their credit. They they came up Schneider after, too, know, right? Did Schneider play I, this he year? Did, he played a couple, but you know, he, he didn't play bad you know, either. 
No, he didn't. To keep uh, to keep grinding this long after being sent to the AHL after I'm being happy a starter ha- for so I'm, long. I'm happy we have him as a third string. That is a solid third string goalie, in my opinion. Solid. I don't. Yeah. I think that's. You know. And then you got Schneider. Is it Skarik? Is it Skarik behind him? Yeah. The young Skarik. Kid? Skarik's in the coast right now. He's doing what okay. he needs to do. I don't know if he's in the AHL yet. I remember, last time I yeah, remember he, seeing he was playing in Worcester for dude, the some of the Bostonians. Shit, some of the shit. It's like some of these teams have like six goalies under contract who are like, look at San Jose. They've got Aiden Hill. They got James Reimer. They got Capo Kokkinen. They've got Aaron Dell. They've got Zach Edmund or Zach Edmund. They've got Strauss Mann and they've got one other one. Oh, Strauss Mann, NHL fucking franchise legend. Dude, franchise he's, he's legend. A stud, though. He's a stud. franchise legend. Yeah, I know. And but he's also a, he's also shouldn't be behind some of these guys. And now they're now what? You're gonna bury him down there? I don't get it. I really I get having goalies in case of injuries, but you don't want to bury a guy like Strauss Mann or or even Zach Emond in the coast. No, you're right. I don't know. I don't. You you're know, right. and, and... and you know what? I'm actually very excited to see. And me and you are gonna you know <laughs> take a trip there this this. Like Coachella Valley, season, we're going to Coachella Valley. Oh yeah, we are going. We are oh, going to yeah. take a trip there, and we are going to watch a weekend series, and we are going to, yep. you know, do a take a look at all Coachella these. Seattle... See if we can't get someone on. Fuck yeah! I mean, honestly, like <laughs> we have. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. The story's there. Yeah, no, I'm but, excited. Uh, you know, I have a quick question. All right. Do you think away. that the Coachella? Strives in the AHL with the Seattle young prospect pool that they are starting to get. Do you I think, think they're going to be a solid years, team. I, I was going to say, interesting team to watch. you know, they make they make some depth signings that on two ways. The guys that can play, you know, hey, back and forth. We've got ASU ASU former goalie there, Joey Decord. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He'll be. I he'll feel be like there. I feel like a guy like Joey Decord is going to make Coachella Valley fun. He's a yeah. fun kid. He it's going to be a fun how, team. It is going to be a fun team. Yeah, I mean, great, you don't great know staff you, what too. do you what do you th- what do you think is gonna who do you, how do you think Shane Wright? Do you think he starts off in the in the NHL? In the NHL, it's either NHL or or back to the back to the um, oh. He's got to play his nine and then go down, right? If he plays over nine, it burns the year of his ELC. If I'm Seattle, I'm not too worried about that. If I'm Seattle, yeah, if I'm Seattle, I don't give a fuck. I, if he's still in Kingston, I'm not sending him down. Sorry. Yeah, no. If let him play in Kingston, Kingston playing, and let him request playing... a trade to a playoff contender in the O. Well, yeah. If if he's still in Kingston at the start of the year and they don't oblige with Seattle's request to move him to a, a contender, then I'm keeping him in the NHL. Call me crazy. I 100%. No, I 100% agree. You know? Call me crazy. But you yeah. can split nine games up into December very well. I mean, obviously, it's going to suck for him. But, yeah, he's but obviously, he obviously knows what he has to do. To, you I, know, think be training camp. I think training yeah. camp is going to be huge for yeah, him. Obviously. I think training you know, camp is going to be huge for a couple of these. He's going to show guys that he's not league. a mental midget. I feel like in my eyes, seeing Shane Wright right now, he's a mental midget. He fucking let not getting taken first overall get to him. And that's good for him. That's, you know, a good and a bad. You you let it show on national television, but there's good and bad to it. The bad is, yeah, you're letting your emotions go. And, you know, sometimes in the NHL, you don't want to be an emotional player and show your emotions and, you know, do your job. 
But I feel like for a team like Seattle, a guy that's going to have a chip on his shoulder, he's supposed to go fourth or first overall, and he goes fourth. Fuck. You, you fucking struck gold. Yeah. No, I know. You know, he, he would have struck gold going to – the best bet for anybody is going to New Jersey at two because out of those four teams, they're the closest. But Seattle's not far behind. Seattle had a tough year. I really don't think that they're as bad as their record was last year. I, I have don't. a quick question. Do you okay, think Seattle? Question. Do you think Seattle makes him request a trade from the OHL to the WHL so he's closer? Can he? He can. can he switch leagues. He can you switch can switch leagues. leagues. You can switch leagues. It's the Canadian oh, Hockey League. I don't know then. We'll see. Because he could play uh, for the T. He could play for the T Birds. Seattle yeah, T Birds, and he's and he's right in the neighborhood. Let's uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back real quick. All right. Sounds good. All right. Shane Wright's not the only one who just signed his ELC in the last couple weeks. There's some other good ones around the league, too. Um, I'll go through them real quick, then we'll talk about uh, talk about the guys you want to talk about. So, we got Connor Geeky in Arizona. Owen Pickering, stud, in, stud, stud, Owen Pickering stud. in Pittsburgh. Philip Massar in Montreal. Yuraj Slavkovsky, Montreal. Matthew Savoy, Yuri Kulich, and Noah Oslin, Buffalo. Cal Odelius. New York, Simon Nemich, New Jersey, Alexander Sozdolev and Ludwig Person, Washington, Evan Noss, Florida, Joachim Kemmel, Nashville, Liam Ogren, Minnesota, Reed Schaefer, Edmonton, and this was the most interesting one to me, Tomas Hamara. He was, I believe, a fourth-round pick, third or fourth round by Ottawa, and then Dennis Hildeby, goaltender, fourth-round pick, Toronto. So, a couple of interesting ones. A lot of guys, you know, you saw it coming. Who do you think someone to look out for making this team out of camp? Hildeby's not going to make the team out of camp, but he's going to be no. in the Marley's org. Um, I really feel like, you know, Connor Geeky, he's going to go in at the 3C. He's going to be the 3C this year in Arizona. That's you know, fair. Th- I think, you know, you he's need a, a guy body. like – He's a big guy. And, you know, that's what Bill Armstrong's been, you know, like you said. He's been going after yep. guys with, you know, bigger frames. The, I, the thing that's scaring me is, is Arizona going to be a speedy team? Are they? I don't know. I think that they have – well, you got you got to think about the guys they got on the wing, right? You've yeah, got Clayton Dylan Genther coming up. you got Clayton Keller. That's Okay, I, okay. I have a question for you. Do you think Dylan yeah. Genther makes his shot this year? I think he's, I think he gets real damn close. I don't think the Coyotes are – I really don't think, I think they he play, the I think he plays his nine. I think he plays his nine this year. I, I think, think he, he plays burns a level. I don't know if he burns a level. I know he. I know he plays at least. I know he plays around eight. I don't know if, if he's goal. if he's nine with five points. I think he burns his ELC and the Coyotes will keep him. You know, if he's yes. bringing up point, yes. If he's bringing up about a half a point per game, doing what he needs to do. I mean, he's obviously going to be. I think him and Geeky on the third line. I can see it. I don't. I don't think the Coyotes. I don't think they should hold back on that. I think they're a physical team where guys won't really mess with them. Geeky and and I think Genther not being as big as Geeky, but they and guess they what both, they and can you hold can their throw own. A, you can throw a guy like the Law on the right wing, and they're fine. Yeah, because he can move too. He can still he can bury pucks. So put him with them. I mean, it's solid. Um, a couple other guys on here. Simon Nemich. I think he makes the team out of camp. I think he's playing yep. on the right side. I think I think Kemble's an interesting one. I, I think, think Kemble Nashville, can crack Nashville. I think Nashville keeps him. Yeah. Because honestly, yeah. Nashville's depth 
it's not terrible, but it ain't great. It ain't and you great, know why no. not? Why no? Why not uh, add a little bit youngness to you know, like you say, you know, you he plays his nine. You see how it goes from there. Maybe you burn if you're David Poyle, you burn his ELC for a year. You know, he's what yeah. three year ELC. He's got two more. Yep. Yep. I agree. Gotta, I think you put him line three. I think you put him three. Maybe maybe you maybe you put him two. Maybe you break up the herd line. And you put no, on no, 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 no. He's young. You, you just got line, drafted. Sorry. You never played in the I NHL. Know. You keep the herd line. You play him at three, maybe even four. But I four. think or three. four. You can put him four. Okay, but three would be the herd line. That's the only thing. It's it's that it's Jano, Trennan, and Jano um, is making the jump into the top six. Yeah, I mean, he's we'll, gonna. Uh, yeah. Well, hang on. Forsberg, Duchesne, Johansson, Granlin, Tovin, and Tomasino. That's six. You're saying Tomasino over what's his name? Over, you know, I don't maybe think not. so. I maybe don't not. Think maybe so. Tomasino's three. Maybe you maybe you break up the herd line. Maybe Trennan goes to four C or three C, and you go Trennan, Kemmel, Tomasino, or Sissons, Kemmel, Tomasino. Probably Sissons. Yeah. And then on four, you can go Sanford, Trennan, and someone else who just bangs. That's so, a nuts line. Like I is. think, I think in my opinion, the Nashville Predators are set. But they're still in a little bit of a scared sense. You know, they're yeah. always just going to be that playoff team. But, yeah, but when will to... they make that jump? Yeah. And I feel like, you know, if Joachim Kelmo plays his nine and he looks great in those nine, he stays. And, you know, Nashville isn't so worried. And maybe they can, you know, start making those trade deadline pushes because they're not too worried about the future. No, because they have the future. They've got Tomasino's not bad. He can move the puck. You've got Kemmel, who can shoot. You've got Forsberg locked up long term. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's regressing anytime soon. Um, on the blue line, you're a little, you're a little, you're a little fucked in terms of offensive defensemen. You got. I mean, I like Luke Prokop as a DFD big guy. I don't think he's NHL ready yet, but I think that they're solid on the DFD side of things. But offensive defensemen, I don't think Fabro's panned out how they want so do you, far. Do you, hold up, does Nashville have cap? Nashville has, um, Nashville has eight point four right now. With everybody, you know with I, everybody signing, you know what? He, you want to hear something? You're gonna think I'm stupid. Offer they need to make a trade. No, they need to make a trade with Vancouver. Four. Oliver Ekman Larson half retained. No. You need an offensive defenseman. Vancouver's obviously looking to ship that contract he, out. He's if they 30. can take 50, he's thirty. Yes. 100%. Yeah, 30, 31. Think- McDonough, but, but that doesn't address the issue. The issue is a young guy coming up. Then you've got McDonough, Ekholm, Yossi, and you would have OEL as your top four all over 30. And no guys coming up. You'd have, you have Carrier, who's 24, that's what That's what, that's what I'm trying to 24. say, though, is they need to either Offer sheet Sandine. pick. That would be an ideal situation, too. Toronto gets Toronto's fucked if filming offer sheet Sandine. So do it. You know, why not? He's a solid bottom pairing guy for now. Maybe second pair if you really want to push it. But yeah, I, I don't I don't know. You know, I, I they they need to add someone before the season comes. I didn't like the Lankin in signing. I don't like Ingram in the AHL. I don't like the idea of Askarov not being the AHL starter, possibly, unless there's something wrong with Saros still and he's not coming back healthy yet. Um I did want to touch on one more thing while we're on rookies. Owen Pickering. I like. Him. I don't I like know. That pick. I, I don't, don't know. Makes the lineup. I think Pittsburgh's. They've got too many defensemen for him to make the lineup, but yeah. I do like that pick. And then Philip Massar, 
Do you keep him in the – do you put him in the NHL on Slavkovsky's no, no, wing? No. On three? His old linemate? His old teammate? Ooh, actually, you know, you're thinking about that. You're his old linemate, his old teammate. But do you want to, you know, burn two ELCs on the same line in the same year? I don't know. Do, but do you? you stick him? Do you stick him with Kirby Doc and put that as three? The young guys. Does Doc? Hey, hey, hey you don't what? even know because Doc, Doc, Doc still has a chance of being offer sheeted. He hasn't signed. I know. Signed I know. They don't, have, they don't have the money to sign him yet. They got to move someone out or LTIR possibly. I don't know what's going on with Carey Price, but. Sam Montembeau just signed a two-year, one million per year deal. So I did see that. I did see that. NHL I feel money? Like... Do you want to bury that? That's NHL money. That, I mean, one way, or is it AHL this year, NHL next year? Is that the idea? I feel like it's AHL this year, NHL next year. You got Carey Price, and I think you have Charlie. Do you have Charlie Lindgren? No, backup? he went to Washington. You got Jake Allen, who's a solid back. Oh, then you're fine. Exactly. You don't need to, you know, make that signing. Or you make that signing, but you don't need to bring him up to the NHL unless someone gets Do hurt. You, you Price? Know? If, I don't think Price is back. I think he Montebo goes in as the backup, Allen as the starter, and Montreal's looking for a starter in the next coming years. But Yeah, because because if, he, if Price was – if they knew anything – I don't think they know about Price yet. Because if they had certainty on Carey Price, I think Jake Allen would have been gone. I think yeah. I'm sure that I, I know for a fact that there were phone calls about Jake Allen. Why would Oh, 100%. Be? Yeah. He's 100%. a high-end backup. Any team in the NHL would be lucky to have him as a backup. He's a, high, he's a high-end backup. A starter. Buffalo yeah, I was going to say he's a high-end backup. He could play as a starter on some teams in the NHL yep. right now. He was big in that cup run. He was big 100%. in that cup run that year. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's an interesting one. Um, goalies. Vitek Vanacek, New Jersey. Just you expected it. You expected it. Mackenzie Blackwood's on his way out. Mackenzie's yeah. on his way out. And when they out. made that trade, it was obvious they were, you know, had, had a plan for him. But I mean, it's kind of the, the uh, Georgiev contract. I believe he was 3 4 for three years. 3 4 2 5 for Gregoriev, I believe. Let's see. I've got I it, believe. I've got I'm it somewhere. also. You're, you're gone. I'm not gone. No, not but yet. Georgiev, 3.4, 3.4, three years. So. Vanacek gets the same amount of money. I think that's fair for New Jersey. I don't think that's bad. I think it could look much better than the Yorgiev or look the same. They're similar goaltenders in my in my opinion. I'm a goalie expert, but and then Kapokakinen just resigned in St. Louis on, or San Jose, sorry, on a two year deal. And then Jeez. Luke Conan as well, two year deal. San Jose resigned and John Leonard, part of the Conan trade, one year, seven fifty k in Nashville. So Cha-ching. Luke Conan, San Jose looks different this year right now. In a, in a good way, bad way, I don't know. They just look – they've made some changes. They look a lot different than they did at the end of last year. And, you know, it's just – you got to see. For them, yep. you got to see how the first 10, 15 games play out, and then you make your adjustments. Obviously, you start a season off 7-8, seven and 7-1. Right? Exactly. You got to have Eklund in the lineup this year. Exactly. You, you played him 8 last year, I think. You played him 8 or 9. You let him on. He didn't burn the year of his ELC, I don't believe, unless it still burns. Depending on how his contract is structured, it may still burn once he signed if he played over in Sweden, which he did. I don't know how that works there. I know that I know that Shakir Mukadamulin, um, Makadamulin in New Jersey, signed his ELC a couple months ago, and then he just signed a couple-year deal in the KHL. So it's going to burn those years off his ELC, even though he's not going to be playing in North America for at least two years. Shit. But, yeah, so, yeah, I don't – you know, it's an interesting one. Um, 
couple qualifying offers accepted. Isaac Ratcliffe, Chase Pearson, Ratcliffe in Philly, Pearson in Detroit. Just whatever that was qualifying offer was. I believe one was 814. The other was 870, I think, or 780. Um, and then Saku Menelainen, Winnipeg, one year, 750K, had 41 points in 47 games in Liga last year. An interesting signing. I think he's 28 years old. Uh, league minimum, low risk, high reward, possibly. Uh, Winnipeg, 100%. Yep. He played for Carolina so. in 1819. Oh, yes. He okay. didn't do much in the regular season. He didn't do much in the playoffs either, but he played nine games for Carolina in that playoffs. Interesting. That means something. If he plays yep. nine games in those playoffs, that means they know that he's NHL ready in some sense, or at least has the knowledge to be NHL ready. And then he and went overseas and perfected his game or worked on things. So maybe now he, you know, maybe now he's even more. I feel you know? like that's a sleeper signing for Winnipeg. You can, you know, Book it, stamp it, do whatever the hell you want. It's league minimum. Exactly. It's, it's exactly. genius. If it goes wrong, okay, you send him to the AHL. And you he's two-way. It's a two-way, I believe. Or even if it's, even if it's a one-way, Winnipeg is money. 750K, exactly. He has 750K in the minors. And, you know, you see what he does. And I I honestly feel like that was a, a great signing for Winnipeg. They are, uh, they're struggling right now trying to find players that uh, – Obviously want to be there. I mean, I know they've obviously uh, asked Shifley and Wheeler if they'd want to be moved. Where would they want to be moved? You want to well, you want to dump that money and build around Kyle Connor. And I really feel like where's uh where do you have Dubois going? He's going to Montreal. He's okay. going home. He's going home. I think I'd we're going to be saying him. that I'd a lot love... more recently. Or in, in the future, I think we're going to be saying that a lot more. I think we're gonna, guys are going to go home more. And I 100% respect that. I just hope a lot of New York boys choose where they root for. That's all I got to say to you, honestly. It's just, you know, I 100% who's, respect. Who's from New York under... City? Guy like Charlie, McAvoy, Charlie McAvoy's from uh, Long Island, baby. Oh. Yeah, he's locked up, though. Yeah. Yeah. But as, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. I know what you're saying. Um, Adam Adam Fox is from New York. Yeah, he's I playing mean, he's, there. I know. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's it's obvious, know. you know. Talk about a crazy – talk about a crazy turn of events. Exactly. Adam Fox was drafted by Carolina, refused to sign. Was Wait. Was he drafted by Carolina or Calgary? Oh, shit. DB? Yep, I'm on it. Oh, you're on your phone, and I'm making you look. No, nope, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Don't right. worry. Where was he drafted? Yeah, that's all I want to know, because then I know the rest from there. He was involved in the Dougie Hamilton Drafted trade. by Calgary, third round, 66 okay. Drafted overall. by Calgary, traded to Carolina, refused to sign in Carolina, signed in New York. Imagine Adam Fox on either one of those blue lines. Carolina's great on the blue line. They have an off, They have some of the best. They have the, one of the best defensive defensemen in the NHL. Um if not two of the best defensive defensemen or defensive-minded defensemen in the NHL. But, I mean, Adam Fox is, you know, offense-minded, and that, he would have been great on that blue line, but it, Calgary would have looked different because they would, still would have had Goudreau. They still would have had all those guys. So, and Adam Fox could have been on that blue line had he have signed there. It just and seems like, Calgary you know, Queen why the hell? Probably wh- fucking pounding their faces in Rick from I would, Rick from I Red Deer. Would, I would be too. Yeah, Rick from Red Deer is pounding his face in right now. But you know, obviously it it makes sense. You've seen what Goudreau is saying. He doesn't you know an American kid drafted the Calgary or signs in Calgary. 
you're not going to want to stay in Canada your whole career. You're from America. You want to play from an American-based team, no matter what. And I feel like, yeah, there's loyalty. And if you're a good member of the community, I feel like, you know, a guy like Johnny Gaudreau is considered a good member of the community. And I feel like Calgary, it would have made sense if he stayed. But it also makes sense that he left because, you know, he wants to be a hometown guy. He wants to play for a state's team. And, you know, you get that sometimes. But also – Columbus, talk about could I mean now that I've now that I've digested it, I've listened to I honestly talk, am, I've listened I'm to honestly talk. I'm They're scared. scary, but a very good place for him to pick for his family and and a kid on the way. Or yeah, kid on the way. I mean, that's it's a very good place to pick. And it's and I think that for him and his lifestyle, it's a great place to play. And yeah, Johnny I Ham think, and Cheese. You know, Johnny Ham yeah. and Cheese knows what he's doing. Yep. So yeah, I think that that's gonna be awesome. Um former uh, Calgary Flames first round pick, Emile Poirier is back in North America. He'll be playing in Laval this year, AHL contract one year. I believe he was thirteenth pick overall a few years ago, thirteenth or sixteenth. Um, yep. to, ca- went, to Calgary, huh? to, to Calgary. Calgary. I know a lot about Calgary. This podcast went overseas. Now he's coming back. Interested to see how he does. If he earns an NHL contract, I don't know. Uh, Scott Wilson staying in the or NHL contract. My bad. Scott Wilson staying in the AHL another year. Charlotte re-upping. Loved in the room there. A lot of guys talk about how important he is for their development. So not really shocked there. Adam Clendenning signed in the AHL. Will be leaving Philly. And then uh, an interesting piece. It's not really NHL related. Wait, I hold guess, up. Is Adam Clendenning on a one-way or two-way? He's AHL contract. It's an AHL co- Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's I interesting. I forgot what, I forgot what team. Oh, man, I thought it was Rockford. I could be wrong. Um, we'll talk about that again probably next pod then. But um, Jeremy Bracco is leaving the DEL and headed to the KHL. 54 points in 54 games last year in the DEL. And why does Bracco sound familiar to you, DB? Are you wondering? Former Leafs prospect. He's currently 25 years old. He was supposed to be their next big prospect. Uh, Yeah. I mean, Jeremy Bracco, he's a guy that, you know, chose the overseas life. I feel like in my eyes, I feel like Bracco realized that you go overseas, you're going to get your money right away. And, you know, good for him for realizing that. And he also gets to develop his game. So if he wants to make a shot like he is right now, to the NHL, he's also developed and played in a very good pro league to do it. And he's yep, going to I'm the interested. KHL. I'm interested to see I'm how very he does in the KHL. Me too. If he's over a point per game in the KHL, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, a team – I don't know if Toronto per se because, you know – I don't think he'll go back to Toronto because, I mean, he they never didn't really give got him a the, shot they, didn't, they didn't give him a chance. They didn't chance. give him exactly. a shot. He, he deserves a, a shot. Kind, you know, he relatively did deserve a chance, but they just kind of – he got pigeonholed behind a lot of other high-end prospects at the time. He's 25. And, you know, so I feel he like it's going to be a great international signing. I mean, obviously, yep, I like too. you said, like you said, he was a Toronto, a Toronto product. Toronto didn't give him his thing, the things that he needed. And I feel like uh, a guy like him is going to, you know, make him, make him eat their words. Obviously, yeah. there was probably some stuff said to him that made him choose the overseas things too, saying that probably like his game won't translate. Yep. And I think you know, what I think that I think that he just got pigeonholed too because he's twenty five. I mean, obviously so he got Matthews, obviously he got yeah obviously Matthews, he got Marner, Marner exactly. He got Nylander, pigeonholed too. He one hundred percent got pigeonholed. Kadri at the time was relatively that's young in the crazy. NHL. But yeah, that's so crazy to think about. One more, I know. One more, John Gilmore, KHL contract terminated. 
maybe we talk more about this one. Maybe we don't. I just want to throw it out there. He had a really good year in the AHL a few years ago. Buffalo signed him right after. Didn't really translate to the NHL. Then he went overseas. KHL contract terminated. Maybe he comes back. Maybe he doesn't. Just we'll talk about it more if he does, obviously. But we had a question this week that I thought was really interesting. And that's kind of why I was rushing, at least through the last couple European signings. Uh, someone had asked if the Cam Talbot trade was good for Minnesota. And who want, do you want to go first? You want me to go first on this one? I, I want to go first because I explained it to my buddy, Larry, my buddy Larry and Gillette. You know, Minnesota fans, Philip Gustafson, he is the in-between Cam Talbot and Jesper Wallstead. And in the long run, I feel like a guy like Philip Gustafson, he's going to be stuck in your AHL, but he's going to, uh, you know uh, – He's going to give Jesper Wallstadt, you know, the Swedish connection, tell him what it's like to, you know, play in the NHL. He's done it before. He's going to teach him all the tips. I didn't even think about that. I hate to interrupt, but I didn't think about that connection. Thank you for I, – I thought about between between Fleury and Wallstead, like he'll be that buffer between the two kind of. But I didn't think about the Swedish connection. I don't mean to interrupt. Continue. I like no, that No, well, yeah, like the Swedish connection, you know. I don't think Wallstead – you know, Larry, you said Wallstead isn't NHL ready. I can agree with you in that sense. But he's got to have the person in the AHL to, you know, give him the reins. Philip Gustafson's played on, you know, a terrible team. Ottawa wasn't good last year. And he made his – kind of his way through. I thought he, he did, did pretty his, well. He did I okay. Thought he's been pretty exactly. good. I thought he's been pretty good in Ottawa. And I and I was – I was shocked that this is what Minnesota decided to do. I, I thought that – and I was shocked it's that It's a Ottawa, smart thing. It's a yeah, smart thing I, in my eyes. Yep. I like it. I A I guy that's – you know, Talbot was complaining that he's in the number one. Marc-Andre Fleury is your number one. Why the hell are you going to respect or disrespect mm, the legend? Mm, no, Marc-Andre Fleury is the – you here. No, I don't think Cam Talbot's the number one. I think I think the, I think when, when Fleury was brought back, I think the plan was – Cam uh, 1A, Talbot, a one A one B. I think Talbot was one A, Fleury was one B, but I still think it was a sixty forty split, and I think Talbot would have gotten sixty. I don't think they wanted to play Fleury who's aging for over half the year. Not that Talbot's young by any means, but I think the plan younger. was Fleury to be the secondary guy there to play to still play big games, but to have that load taken off of him because we watched him have a have a big load and. He wasn't able to handle it. Obviously, Chicago was bad and things didn't go well there, but he wasn't able to necessarily handle that amount of shots and everything. And who knows what Minnesota looks like this year after losing one of their top forwards. So, you know, is I I like it. I Minnesota think they're fine. I think Minnesota's fine with their top forward situation. You know, you lose, you lose it. You, no, I don't. I think you lose a guy like uh, Fiala, but. You got Boldy. You got the guys in the minors. You're fine. Oh, shit. You're yeah, fine. No, you got you got Boldy, but. I think they're going to take a step back from last year. I don't think they're going to be quite as dominant as they were. They were very good throughout the regular season. I think they're still a playoff team. I think that a lot of it's going to depend on how I think they're going to, you know, I think they're going to be a second or third seed in whatever I can't think of their division I think right third, now. I think they're third in the Central as of right now. I don't want to give any more predictions on who's first. I think Colorado's first. I don't want to say who I think second because I really don't know. Yeah, you don't know who I got. The the central division is a crapshoot. I feel like, in my opinion, my opinion, it's going to be a race in the central for who's last. It's going to be Arizona and Chicago because, you know, it's tank for Bedard. But, you know, the other teams in that division, 
the other teams in that division, there's six teams, six or seven to eight teams in the, no, eight teams in the division. Sorry, I can't think. Division. Through. No, you're all good. You know, that's that's already two. That's already two. You know, fighting for last place. They want to fight for last place, and that's okay. You know, you want to tank for Bedard. He's doing his thing. He's a you know a, a franchise player, and I or, feel like a team what? like. Do you Chicago think Minnesota? You th- I have a question. Do you think Minnesota takes a step, step back just so they can land Bedard? No, because I don't think I don't think that they, I don't I don't think that they're going to on purpose. I really don't. I I think that it's going to be interesting though because if if Chicago doesn't pick first, do they take Mitchkov at two, or do they go Adam Fantilli? Chicago That's a great player. question. But you know what I'm saying? I, do. I feel like I feel like a lot of these you know playoff bubble teams like I even the Islanders I think you know I wouldn't see a I wouldn't mind a year of you know being shit to get a guy like Connor Bedard to you know be your guy for the next 15 20 years no I agree I think that I think that a fringe team has to make that decision I think if you're a team like Calgary and Bedard's, yes, exactly. Bedard's a exactly. Western Canada boy playing in Western Canada is is he from the GTA Where's Bedard from? Let me check. Pro, pro, I, I don't think he's from um, Toronto. I think he's from Western Canada. Obviously, he's playing the WHL. He's from Vancouver, actually. He's from Vancouver. Okay. So you get a kid playing who's you know relatively local. Calgary, this could be an opportunity of a lifetime for them. Because yeah, they, don't have, from... they don't have that. They don't have prospects necessarily. They have an aging goaltender. They have you know what I – hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you get into Calgary – Vancouver? No. Uh huh. Yep. Uh huh. Vancouver. No. no Vancouver no will take another year of tanking. DB. With DB. There's no way. There's no way that they're going to be. I that think bad Vancouver. I think Vancouver takes another year of tanking. I you think Vancouver is a playoff team. Mm, with the Kuzmenko, I think Kuzmenko and Mikheyev signing. I think Demko takes another step in his game. I think he's one of the best goalies in the league. I think he's one of my top. He's in my top five, I believe. Um. Don't make me name my top five off the top of my head. In no particular order, I would do it. Um, I mean, t- look at look at Bedard's stats last year. Give me, but give me your top five goalies in the NHL consistently. Top five, top, top five, five goalies. Vasilevsky. Yeah, top five goalies. Vasilevsky. Soros. You're just giving the Nashville fucking pump. I don't think no, Soros. I think is Soros top five. is the top five. I think Soros is the top five goalie in the NHL. I think it's in no particular order. Vasilevsky, Shesterkin, Soros, Sorokin. And Demko. You're forgetting maybe, Jake Ottinger. Maybe Frederick Anderson. Jake Ottinger has one season under his belt. I don't consider him one of the top. There's, there's okay, seven goaltenders. There's like seven You're thinking guys that have had drop-offs. Lead. Think about guys that have had drop-offs. Who? You're forgetting a big one. Connor Hellebuck. I don't, I'm not counting him in that, in that group right now. Well, really? you know what? I'll count him in the seven. There's, I think there's seven goaltenders who make a difference in and out every single night for their Robin team. Leonard, I think, Darcy I don't think, Kemper, nope, nope. Carey Price, nope. Connor Hellebuck, Andre Vasilevsky. Wow. I'm going Demko, Sorokin, Saros, Vashlevsky, Shesterkin, Markstrom, and Hellebuck as my guy, my seven goalies who make a difference night in, night out. I don't think that Gibson's part of that group anymore. I don't no, think Gibson, Gibson is I don't think Gibson's a part of that group just for the sole fact that Look at the numbers. Anaheim, 
Anaheim isn't a team like that though either. Like, yeah, he has great. He doesn't have good numbers, but Anaheim isn't a strong team when he's been playing for them the last couple of years. I don't think it falls on him. I just think that no, the it doesn't fall on him. I think I don't. I, do think I don't think it somewhere. is. I really don't. I really don't feel like yeah, you can move him somewhere and he can you know be the goalie that he was. But I feel like if he stays in Anaheim and he gets the confidence under his belt. He is going to be a force to I lied. I lied to you, by the way. Remove Hellebuck from my group and add Frederick Anderson instead. That's my seven, who every single year are good. Every single year. Other years, you could be a Vesna candidate or a buyout guy, basically, and there's no telling. I 100% agree with that. And honestly, that wasn't my list. I No, I I get it. No, we'll talk about your list. We'll talk about our list at some point. I want to get it done. I want to have a podcast where you talk about that kind of stuff before the season. We've only got yeah. a couple minutes here left, so we'll end it on this. Andre Sakara just retired the other day. Former Buffalo Saber, Edmonton Oiler, Dallas Star. I think that's every team. Uh, a little time in Carolina, Car- I believe. Yeah, I would say Carolina. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize how good he was for a lot of his career. He was a you know a solid you know just mid depth guy. He he did his job. He was a he great did. defenseman. He did what he needed to do and more sometimes. And, you know, and you can't fault the guy for play. You, you think about it. He's played – name his teams again. Buffalo. Buffalo, Carolina, Calgary. Edmonton. No, no, no Calgary. Not Calgary. Buffalo, Car- Carolina, Calgary, Edmonton, Carolina. and Dallas. He had him in Dallas. When he exactly. was on Edmonton, the one thing I want to say real quick, when he was on Edmonton, he was playing top pairing one year. I think it was 16-17. And analytically speaking, his wins above replacement – was in the top one percent of defense of compared to other defensemen on that in that situation. Doesn't matter, if you know. And I, I know how I say, you know, out with the old, in with the new. He's one of the guys where I would one year, one point five, one year, two million contract because you know he is the epitome of getting shit done. Yeah, and he gets lock it, it down, lock it down. He could still contribute offensively. You know, it's a shame that he didn't necessarily ever get to be on a truly good team. He was and in Edmonton was before say. they started, before that's they really gonna, started. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. They did make he the playoffs never played. Okay. That's what it was they, McDavid. I, mean, it, I think it was McDavid's first full season. It was 80, he yeah, played 82 I, games, had 100 points. I remember because the year before he got hit by Manning and that ended his season was it, early. Was it – I think it was Matheson. No, no Matheson it was, was Patterson. No, it was – yeah. Wasn't it Geo? I don't think no, it was Manning. I thought it was the guy Gio. that hit McDavid was Manning. Because remember, he, he started talking. He started, it was talking all that shit. And then Manning got signed by fucking goddamn Edmonton Dude, the next and year. He's, and now he's in the fucking, now he's no, now he's in fucking like Siberia. His career is over because he talked he, shit about Connor McDavid. And he had a racial fucking taunt in the AHL like a year later. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, fucking bad. I don't know who he did it to. I can't remember. But it was really fucking – it was bad. And then the McDavid thing happened the year before. And, yeah, I mean, he's fucking banished to Siberia. So, probably someone we're never going to have on the podcast. So, I don't regret saying any of that. I don't – yeah, I don't give a fuck saying – Brandon yeah, Manning's man. a scum human being. I mean, you're disrespecting the league's best and, you know, making out-of-fucking-pocket racial comments and gestures, you know. Yep. Get the no, fuck out of the NHL. You don't deserve to be in the NHL yep. doing that type of shit. That's why you're yep. a fucking career that's minor leader. That's why you're in the leader. KHL. That's why you're in the KHL, bud. Yeah, that's why he was a minor Cam, leader. He yep, couldn't – his exactly. attitude couldn't get him past it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm always interested for, in that kind of stuff, though. There's a lot of guys with these potentials to be great players, and it's not necessarily that they suck. 
but they spend their whole career never making the NHL. And sometimes I wonder if it's because of things they've done on the ice, off the ice, their mentality, who I really do. I think that for some guys and, and, I think we're going to learn a lot in the next couple of weeks with this team Canada investigation. I don't want to comment any more on, on any of the things. A lot of guys. Yeah, me neither, me neither. I want but to as of right now, there's a few the players who haven't. There's a few players who haven't released statements. And there is a guy on that team whose career has not gone the way that every other player on that team's has. And he has not released a statement. And it what makes is that me player's wonder. name? I'm not going to say that player's name yet because I don't want to say that he's guilty or anything, but he hasn't released a statement yet. There's a group of players who have not. Um, he played for the Arizona Coyotes for a little bit. Ooh. Uh, uh, organization. Again, don't want to name a name yet, but it's probably No, I don't even know. There. I don't even, yeah, I don't even it's, know. So, you know, it's just, no. you know, you're going to keep me guessing until I guessing. figure it out. Exactly. You know? The player, the player in question. Uh, no, fuck it. I'm not going to name no, it. Fuck I don't want to say it. Let them... I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it because I don't know who. And again, just because people release these statements doesn't mean that it's just their word. It's just because it looks bad not to release one, saying you didn't do anything. So I'm interested to see the fallout here. Um, you know, it's it's a horrible thing for the game. We need to we need to move on from these things. We need to be better as a whole. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And now they found out that the owner of the Edmonton Oilers about a couple hours ago had dropped that he was paying to fuck a seventeen year old. I mean, obviously, obviously they're going to hopefully figure that type of shit out, but just, I don't even want to comment on that type of stuff. Like I know you just, you you know, you're an NHL player, but you're also a human being too. Why the fuck are you just, you're being, you're being inhumane and inhumane. 17. 17. I mean, I'm not saying he's 53. It's not exactly. like he's 19. It's not like he's 18, 19, 20, and they've been talking for years, or they know each other, and they're at, not – they're a whole different thing. He's paying $75,000. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I, I, it's, like, it's like once a week we have this, these moments, though, and it sucks. It's so embarrassing. People you know, need to fucking change. People not, need to you know, fucking the, change. It's not it's, – it is part – you know, it's, it needs to leave our game, but it also on a societal scale, it needs to – I it, people need. I know it's nuts. I don't get it. We'll we're, we'll end on this. I wanted to end on yeah, we're Carter, yeah. but you know what? Dark return. I think I think it's important to address that kind of stuff. So, sexual you know? assault is not good. There you go. Simple as that. Simple as that. BB, put it on a shirt. Print it out. Simple get, as that. If I, you know, any of you podcasters that are listening to you know us talk right now, if you, if I ever hear anything about any of you guys being a sexual assault victim or not victim, but you know, person that is or around it, you know, you're not you're not a part of this podcast. It's simple as that. Exactly. Simple as that. It's the just game like doesn't get want the, you. don't don't listen to my podcast. Don't listen. You know, this game is supposed to you know grow up. And it's supposed to, you know, be mature and kids and adult, even a fucking adults like this that are still, you know, committing sexual assault acts. They don't deserve their recognition. They deserve to be fucking buried in the minors. They deserve to do whatever the fuck they deserve. That's yep. the simple fucking point. Yep. I don't I care. Yep. That type of why, shit pisses me the fuck off. And that's why I didn't even name, I didn't want to name the, the I didn't name the, Guy who owns the Oilers. I don't think that you know his. Yeah, his name should no, be out there for that reason. No, but same it. his fucking name. Say his fucking name right now. Say I don't even know what it is. Name. 
don't oh, know. Too Daniel, much of a I think it's Daniel Katz. I think. I think that's his name. Yeah, it is. It's Daniel. Is it? it is Daniel Katz. It is Daniel Katz. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Daniel Katz, you're a scum human being. Go fuck yourself. 